Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Jillian Jacoby is presented by Allstate. Get protected from mayhem this year when you switch and save with Allstate. This is Method Man and the Mighty Wu-Tang Clan. Chilling. Jalen and Jacoby, man. They gave these dudes a show. He's Jalen Rose. I'm David Jacoby. We are Jalen and Jacoby. What is it that we we do? What they In the first game of the season, the Bills and Josh Allen took care of the Rams. Last night, another test. This time it was the Titans, and guess what? They waxed the Titans in Buffalo. Jalen Rose, this Bills team is legitimate. Absolutely, and I know you were somewhere happy that Josh Allen was throwing it all over the lot, and Stephon Diggs caught one, two, three big touchdown passes. The defense was stout. Of course, that side of the football even scored a touchdown off of an interception, and I was happy because it's just a fantasy, and I needed those points. Because I got me a win in the big league because of the Bills defense. But in all honesty, anytime you can make Derrick Henry look pedestrian, your defense is doing something special. This Bills team is a complete squad. Absolutely. It really is. And I'm glad you brought up the defense they played against Henry because we had our senior Bills correspondent, Benny the Butcher, on, and he was concerned about what they would do against Henry. And they played great defense. This Bills team is complete. They beat the Super Bowl champs. They beat the number one seed in the AFC. They have a test coming up against the Chiefs eventually, but... This team looks like the team to beat in the AFC right now with both sides of the ball clicking all cylinders. Taking away all gaps, all cutbacks, and tackling him behind the line of scrimmage before he can even get ahead of steam so he can't even get going downhill. Like, they did such a really good job of that. And Ryan Tannehill also is missing A.J. Brown. See, as we celebrate Philadelphia and his addition to their team, We can't understate the loss that he is offensively to the Titans. Absolutely. And we had Westside Gun in the building. You know Griselda was excited about it. We got the Bills Mafia fired up. It was a great win for these Bills. And you did two just statement wins to start the season. There he is. There he is. My God. The Fly God is in the building. You know we got to get to Buffalo immediately. We We already already, already talked to Benny about it. We already talked about it. We need to start putting that on the schedule. We got to go hang out with Conway the Machine in the suite and Monty Caesar. And we got to just enjoy being a part of your squad, the Bills Mafia. Are you going to jump on another table? I'm breaking the table. I'm breaking the table. table. I'm breaking the table. See, see, they wouldn't let me climb climb on the Jeep. You know what I mean? So I didn't have the height that I needed, but I'm breaking the table next time we get out there. (laughs) 
I thought we would get to the tailgate with plenty of time. We got there like 11 a.m. That was too late. We gotta get there at like 9 a.m. Now this, this, I don't understand this one. This one doesn't really make sense to me. Uh, that's not, I'm not participating in that. I'll jump, I'll jump through a table, but I'm not doing that. Whatever that is, uh, you can miss uh, me with that. You, you know, you know, you could have easily made that cultural or regional, right? Why don't we just call 98580Jalen and ask, is this cultural? Or regional. <laughs> Definitely cultural or and regional. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That wasn't the only game. We had a doubleheader on Monday night, which brings us to the Jalen of the week. Jalen, you and I always bet Jalen Hurts to score a rushing touchdown, and it always hits. It, it always hits. And last night was no different. Not only did the Bills wax the Titans, but the Eagles had a statement win of them themselves with a big win over the Vikings, led by that man, your namesake, Jalen Hurts. I'm definitely not picking between Jalen's, especially the way they balled so historically. One threw for over 300 and scored three touchdowns. The only other Eagle to ever do that is Michael Vick. Like when yep. I looked at that, I was like, Randall didn't do that? McNabb didn't do that? Like, that's crazy. And also coming into this year, people tried to make him a question mark. You see Devontae Smith, you see AJ Brown, they all making plays. The tight end making plays. Looks like a complete offense and he was throwing the ball all over the lot. But did you see my guy waddling in Miami? Yep. Did you see him? Yeah, there's a big week for Jalen's. Big week no for Jalen's. No question about it. He caught three TDs. He and the Cheetah both went Two over TDs. 150. And the thing is, the big plays that he made helped solidify a comeback for a team that had their quarterback throw four touchdowns in the fourth quarter in order for them to win the game. And let me just tell you this. Tua and Jalen Hurts, just think about this. They played in college together. Like, people don't talk about that enough. Yep. Jalen Hurts saw Tua come in the game and throw a game-winning touchdown in the national championship. And then he had to transfer to Oklahoma to go reinvent himself. Now, both of these guys come into the season as question marks on teams that we see that are loaded. But here's what the Dolphins and the Eagles did. They added weapons. They added weapons. We talk about A.J. Brown. They added the Cheetah. Yep. The Cheetah's leading the league so far early in, in catches and or yards. He's just balling. So, again, I am not picking between either Jalen. They both were outstanding this weekend. Big week for Jalen's, and you mentioned weapons. The Buccaneers will be without one of their main weapons. The most exciting thing that happened in the game between the Bucs and the Saints was the fight that got Mike <laughs> Evans suspended. And here's what the GOAT, Tom Brady, had to say about it. I don't think it deserved any type of suspension. Um, I think that's ridiculous. You know, hopefully we can move past it, get to a better place. And, you know, in the end, I appreciate Mike having my back. I know he'll learn from it and he knows that we all have his back. Jalen, Tom Brady says it's ridiculous. What do you think about the one-game suspension for Mike Evans? But that was the headline. Let me tell you the fine print of what he also said, that he'll learn from it. He also said that too, which means he wished he wouldn't have did that because they got a big game coming up against the Green Bay Packers. And one of the big differences that Tom Brady has 
is an elite receiver like Mike Evans to throw the ball to. Yep. Aaron Rodgers did a great job of feeding the vets last week and getting great receiving production from them, but it was catal- the, the run game was the catalyst. So if you're Mike Evans, obviously you want to stay in the game. But again, this rivalry speaks for itself. The physicality that the, the Saints play with every time they play against the Bucks, in particular since they added Tom Brady, hitting him, sacking him, turning him over. So this matchup was going to be intense. It was. It wasn't a great game to watch, but we will see what the Bucks can do without Mike Evans. They do have Leonard Fournette, and Leonard Fournette himself apologized to fantasy owners. He said, to my fantasy owners, I'm sorry, touchdowns coming soon. What do you think about Fournette apologizing? It's just a graduation of players and fans realizing that they can't ignore that everybody's betting on these games. As as much as we love football, the true interest in what everybody's paying attention to on Sunday is their own money. What do all sporting events have in common? A betting line. And when your team plays once a week, it's easier to play fantasy. It's easier to think about what's going to happen for four, five, six days before you bet. And then you sit back on Thursday, Sunday, or Monday and watch how your money continues to add up or subtract. So Leonard Fournette, unlike most players who try to act like, well, they don't pay attention, well, they don't care, you can't do that anymore. It's just unrealistic. And his fantasy owners will need him to get going if they're going to have a big season from him. Well, it looks like a big season down in Miami. The Dolphins are now 2-0. and And Jalen, I think that this is a legitimate team in the AFC. This is a playoff team, and a lot of it has to do with head coach Mike McDaniel, who's been drawing up plays to get Jalen Waddell and Tua and Tyreek Hill on the same page. So I got to teach you guys something about my brother, David Jacoby industry veteran of over 20 years. We've been doing this show over 10 years. Every now and then, as a die-easy supporter of teams, he gets a man crush. And mm-hmm. I see you have one here. I love this Mike is, McDaniel. I love Mike McDaniel so much. right here. And I feel like I know him. Like, I feel like we went to <laughs> high school together. Like, I feel like his number should be in my phone and we should text jokes to each other every once in a while. Like, I really love Mike McDaniel. He had a lot to do with the success of the 49ers offense last season, and he is translating that to success in Miami as the head coach. Absolutely. And uh, dispelling some of the people's thoughts that Tua may or may not be able to throw the deep ball. And if you look at the way that he's been connected with Tyreek Hill really early in the season, that's been impressive. So it has been impressive, this 2-0 start from the Dolphins, but on the other side of the coin, we have the Cincinnati Bengals, Jalen Rose. They went to the Super Bowl last year. They are 0-2 with a couple of bad losses to start the season. Jacoby, I always tell you, can't win the Super Bowl in the first week of the season or the second week or the third week or the fourth week but you can lose it in the first Mm. quarter of the season. And here's what I'll say about the Bengals. Last year was a magical season. And of course, they still have talent galore, in particular offensively. But starting 0-2 hasn't been a recipe for teams to make the playoffs, number one. In particular, a team that played in the Super Bowl that still can't protect their quarterback. 
Now, last year, when they were making their run, it was one thing for Joe Burrow to continue to put up great games, even though he was taking historic sack numbers. Yep. But for them to translate that into an offseason when they addressed their offensive line, and now he's been sacked 13 times this year, as opposed to like being more protected. Look at those last five games. 30 sacks. 30 sacks. Look 74 pressures. pressures. 74 pressures. And so that math right there, you know what it tells me? E equals MC squared. In other words, the Bengals ain't making the playoffs because they ain't going to be able to keep their quarterback healthy. They need to keep Joe Burrow upright, and they have had so much trouble doing so. 74 pressures in the last five games for the Bengals. They find themselves at 0-2 and on the verge of a season on the brink. Jalen Rose, every year I convince myself that this is going to be the year that the Nets dominate the Eastern Conference. (laughs) And every year it doesn't happen. However, I find myself in that exact same position once again, and we will tell you what. Kyrie Irving had to say about their disappointing playoff performance last year right after this very short break. You're watching Jalen and Jacoby. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Coming to you live from the Seaport, New York City, brought to you by Chase. Welcome back to Jalen and Jacoby. Jalen Rose, the Nets got swept by the Celtics in the playoffs. The only team to not win a single playoff game in the NBA that was in the playoffs. And here's what Kyrie Irving had to say about that. We got 4-0, my G. We got 4-0. It was meant to happen like that. Motivation, bro. We needed we needed that humbling experience, especially going against the Celtics. You know, it, it was already built in to be that matchup. So we're gonna see him again. We're gonna have to. It was a humbling experience, Jalen Rose. They needed to go through that. What do you think about Kyrie's comments about them getting swept by the Celtics? I think I want to quote another New Yorker, the great American philosopher MC Light when she said, if it doesn't work out, you know, it just doesn't. It wasn't meant to be, you know, it just wasn't. It was too many things that didn't go right from the time KD and Kyrie decided to sign with the Nets. The first year KD was injured, you knew that going in. You hire Steve Nash. When you hire Steve Nash, Kyrie questioned basically if he was gonna be the guy to take them there. You add James Harden. They play less than 20 games together. Kyrie doesn't get vaccinated, so he can't play in home games. KD deals with some injuries. You trade James Harden. You add Ben Simmons. I don't know how he passed the physical, didn't play a game, and got back surgery. You go into the playoffs versus the Celtics, and they have a coach, Ime Udoka, who you guys could have hired because he was on your staff. 
I think he becomes a difference in Boston from Brad Stevens because he was able to push the right buttons with Tatum and Jalen Brown and Marcus Smart. And then all of a sudden that becomes your matchup in the playoffs. Y'all are the only team to not win a playoff game. And then they go on to make the NBA Finals knowing that Kyrie used to play for that team. It was so many things happening that didn't work in the Nets' favor. Now I think they have a clean slate. And I'm just going to say this. The Nets are already in the Easter Conference Finals. They're they, they there right now. They're they there right now. They're going to be there. Kevin Durant is going to torch the league after watching the Golden State Warriors win the championship before him, with him, and after him. So much so that he has to be traded this offseason. And you know what I said when they said they should, he has to be traded? Don't do it. Please don't do it. As a matter of fact, I said, I'm not going to be able to do it. And they didn't. So now they're going to be healthy. Kyrie's going to go crazy this year. He's going to be available to the team 60 plus 70 games. And then now all of a sudden the Nets are going to be healthy and living up to their potential that you thought as you introduced this topic that they would have been able to achieve when they first got there. I always called the Nets the NFTs because they have <laughs> they have all of this value, but you just never like really that. touch it or see it. And I, like I feel that. like this will be the season with Joe Harris back, with Seth Curry, with with Ben Simmons playing basketball. I really feel like this is going to be the season that they're the number one seed in the I, Eastern Conference. I, I got I gotta salute my brother because every time when I put something in the ethos and somebody copy it without shouting me out, I do take it some type of way, but then I go create something else. You created that NFT comment for the Nets, and I've seen another couple of people try to scoop it up. So I just wanted to give you your props. Well, one team that's going to leap onto the scene in the NBA is the Los Angeles Clippers. They'll be returning Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, and we have this shot of Kawhi <laughs> Leonard. Look at the Saquon Barkley's on this dude, Jalen. <laughs> Kawhi Leonard, you ready for this? The Los Angeles Clippers, like I just said, with the Nets of the West. You might as well call them the West version of your NFT comment. Because since they got to LA, we saw the Lakers win the championship. We haven't seen those two teams even face one another in the playoffs yet. Just think about that for a second. And so Kawhi now returns. He's still one of the top two or three players in the game. Paul yep. George is going to be back. He's still a top 10 or 12 John player. Zubach and John Wall. Like, they're deep. They're loaded. So, like I said about the Nets, right now, right now, the Clippers are in the Western Conference Finals. Clippers are in right the Western now. Conference Finals. The Nets are in the Eastern Conference Finals. Right you heard now. it here first right in now. September on Jalen and Jacoby. Right and we have some very important and relevant news that matters. Jalen, we knew it would happen one day. And today is that day. Jalen Rose, take a look at the GOAT, LeBron James with the baldy. Jalen, your thoughts. I'm coming home. I'm coming home. I think, I think, I think once the bubble happened, that's when he really had to decide because you weren't really able to get a fresh cut that often. You know, you weren't able to do some of the things, the, 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 the sort of enhancements 
that gentlemen like us need when we start to get a little bit older. You know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. I'm happy for the king. As somebody that rocked a baldy in the early 90s, I preserved my hair, Jacoby. That's why I can grow it out. So LeBron, he did his in reverse. It's great to see the king coming home. He's coming home. I will be curious to see whether or not he maintains this bald look through the season because something tells me that he'll be back to his old tricks before we even know it. And we will be back to our old tricks right after this very short break. You are watching Jalen and Jacoby. Thank you for tuning in to Jalen Jacoby on television, but don't forget to follow, subscribe to the podcast where we always have exclusive podcast content where we get to talk about the things they don't let us talk about on television. Welcome back to Jalen and Jacoby. Every single day we have a show. What do we do, Mr. Rose? We acknowledge the fact that Brittany Griner has been wrongfully detained in Russia now 215 days. So we here at Jalen and Jacoby continue to wish her a speedy, safe return to the United States. Our colleague, Adrian Wojnarowski, is reporting that the NBA is looking into lowering the age limit for the draft from 19 to 18. Does not necessarily mean the one and done rule will be gone. What do you think the impact of this will be? I've always told you the honest truth about what I felt about the topic and the restrictions that basketball and football players have after high school versus those that play golf or tennis or NASCAR. And the racial component of those sports be predominantly black put these athletes in a position to continue to pay the system as long as possible before they can profit. And so I am not surprised that they're switching the age limit back because there's truly been evidence of all-time great players like Kevin Garnett, Amari Stoudemire, Kobe Bryant, Tracy McGrady, the list goes on and on and on, Spencer Haywood, that have gone from high school and been successful in the league. And so I'm not surprised that it's being discussed. I'm surprised that it's still available as a rule. That should never have been a rule. Why is it still a rule right now? Don't discuss it. Change it. How about well, that? That's what looks, I want to see. It looks like they will. And the Boston Celtics have had a difficult time truly sort of celebrating the life and times of Bill Russell. They will now put his number on the court finally. And we will be back tomorrow, ESPN 2, Thank 4 you. p.m. Thank you. You are far too kind. We always say we give the people what they want. Part of that is doing podcast exclusive content for our podcast listeners. Jalen Anthony Rose. What up, though? I feel like the betting apps are going to catch up to us with this Jalen Hurts touchdown thing. <laughs> I did notice that the odds weren't as good as they were last year, this year. But every time the Eagles play, we both bet on Jalen Hurts to score a touchdown. And it seems like he scores a touchdown like 12 out of 17 games. <laughs> and here's the thing about that bet. It ain't just him, but he's the exclamation point. 
because last year, a couple of times, I bet on him to get two rushing TDs. Yep. One time I bet for him to get two and he got three of them. <laughs> yep. You know what I'm Like for real, for real. So Josh Allen, they're trying to limit his runs. Kyler Murray is another one. You saw how he just went crazy, you know, had a 20-second possession as he ran in a two-point conversion. Those three guys and Lamar Jackson, you know, they're in the conversation. But Jalen Hurt, in one particular play that happened yesterday, when he's running up the sideline, he wasn't thinking about going out of bounds. See, most, the, the other guys I just mentioned usually exercise caution. Michael, I mean, I'm sorry. Kyler Murray and Lamar Jackson have definitely learned to exercise that caution. Yeah, J Josh Still Allen has Still trying to teach Josh Allen that caution. And Jalen Hurts plays with a level of fearlessness that I'm going to throw for 300 and I'm going to run over your linebacker. And so that bet has been golden. Like, I ain't going to lie. I've been kind of telling people about it, and that probably be on the show also hurt the odds so my bad we're costing us money by talking about our personal bets publicly <laughs> well i had i had i do always bet josh allen to score a touchdown he didn't get in the end zone yesterday but i made a lot of money on the bills the bills yes. the bills are good man the bills are so good with both sides of the ball i thought derrick henry would have a bigger day than he did yesterday but that that bills defense is for real for real jalen what up dog? this story went a little under the radar Dennis Schroeder signed a one-year $2.6 million deal to play for the Los Angeles Lakers. That means they have Pat Bev, Dennis Schroeder, Russell Westbrook, all on the same roster. How's that going to work? When I tell you the chicken lay eggs, get the get skillet, skillet hot. And what, what, what they were getting us ready for, and it's not a diss that Russ should play with the second unit. Hmm. That, that, that's what this is becoming. And the reasons why are obvious. Number one, he's still a, a productive player that's getting slander based on his salary because usually you paying a guy that kind of money, you hope that he's him. And while LeBron James is him and Anthony Davis could be a him if he could consistently stay healthy, Russell's still 18, seven and seven. And how is he best utilized with the ball? Well, you can't have the ball if you start with LeBron and AD. Yeah. It don't mean I don't like you. It don't mean that you ain't productive. It just, it's only one ball. It's only, it's five of us, them two need is, the math just don't add up. And then the other thing is, now playing with the second unit, I promise you, Jacoby, he's a hometown kid. When he gets up off the bench, let's go, Russ. When he's with the starting lineup, hit or miss with the slander on his name and his game and about his weaknesses. And his weaknesses become more exposed with a low three-point percentage and a high turnover rate when he's playing with them and against starters. But when you bring him off the bench, he's going against reserves and he's going to be extra uber aggressive. 
So I believe as you add Pat Bev and as you add Schroeder, that's really what this is being set up for. I believe so as well. And one of the teams that I'm really excited to watch this season are the Clippers. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know what they're going to get from John Wall. Um, they've got Kawhi Leonard coming back. And I think people sort of, because he's been out for so long, forgot just how impactful Kawhi Leonard is on both sides of the ball. Like, he can win you a series by himself. And that this this the both Los Angeles teams have the highest variance in terms of ceiling and floor that I've seen in a long time in the NBA. Let me tell you a secret. If you're the Lakers, why don't you go after John Wall? Like that, like they should have tried to secure him. And so now I got one player, John Wall, that likely could give me a lot of what Pat Bev and or Schroeder gonna give me all in one package. Because you get Schroeder for his speed and you're gonna get Pat Bev for his spot up three point shooting because he has improved and his defensive tenacity. But all three of those guys you also get because they're veterans. And one thing John Wall has done that those two guys haven't done is be a go-to guy and an all-star. So to mm -hmm. me, they should have rolled the dice on him. But now they're going to have to watch him just like they got to watch Ty Lue, who they had a chance to be the coach a few years ago, who I felt like they should have hired. <clears throat> Let me just say this out loud. If you're the LeBron, if you're LeBron James, one of the chess moves I think that's going to only make LeBron have one championship because we're a couple of years in is that they didn't pay Ty Lue what he was worth. Yep. That's all they had to do. That's, they, Pat, uh, Vogel wanted three. Lou wanted five. That's the only thing that, that was the difference. And so now if you're the Clippers, to me, you have one of the best coaches in the league, one of the best players in the league in Kawhi returning, a top 10 player in Paul George, one of the best owners who don't mind spending whatever it takes to put a roster together. And the Wings, because he'll spend that money, are now on the team. They have Covington. They have uh, my guy who's a 20-point scorer in Portland. Um, the Norm Powell. Norman Powell, who can ball, who was in Toronto, then in uh, Portland. So, like, those two players, people aren't going to discuss. But they're really good. Mm-hmm. They're really good. And the times when Kawhi's low managing, the times when Paul George and Kawhi ain't in the game, they'll be able to hold it down. Resign Zubach. You and I both always feel he's extremely underrated when you talk about bigs in the league for what he does without quote unquote needing the ball. Reggie Jackson seen that found confidence and found a home there. And so I have the Clippers right now with the Golden State Warriors in the Western Conference Finals. And the Lakers are going to be watching. That's what I believe. So you're right. When you talk ceiling versus floor, it's not that LeBron can't play all NBA or even AD. But we know this. They're going to miss a lot of games. And yep. they don't have the depth that the Clippers have. That's why nope. I just named you the depth that they have. They got depth. And so when LeBron and AD are out, that's going to make them a lower seed in the West. When you're a lower seed in the West, 
Now you're facing one of the top teams in the league and usually you're gonna get bounced in the first round as a seventh or an eighth seed. That's what I predict may happen for the Lakers. Well, the West is certainly stacked uh, when you talk about the Mavs and people forgot about the Suns because of the way that they fizzled out in that game seven. Memphis. And then, you, and then you've got the, the Lakers and the Clippers and the Warriors who won, oh, I don't know, just messed around and won the championship. Like the West is absolutely stacked. Like those first six playoff seeds are gonna all be significant contenders to make it to the finals. And I'm excited about that. Mr. Rose, a couple things I wanna discuss with you. Yep. Um, the Kyler Murray incident with the fan. I'm sure yep. you've seen the video, they're investigating it. What's your response to that? That's just rude and disrespectful. And I, 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 I like to personalize things because like people remind me like they don't know the person that they went to school. They have never met the person that their school is named after. And so for me as a founder, I have to like remember that I'm a living, breathing human being that has the ability to touch and mold um, different levels of what we're trying to do to achieve greatness for our scholars. But also as a public figure, people sometimes take for granted those that are open and willing to take a picture and always sign an autograph and always say yes. And what ends up happening is when the NBA returns and a Knicks fan is spitting on Trey Young or throwing something at Russell Westbrook, players got to pay attention to that. And you got to be more on the defense. And I told you, when I was at the golf outing, when I missed the ball five times and that went viral, the crazy thing is how I told you a fan interacted with me and was rude with me because he signed me. He saw me take hands and take pictures with 500 people, and I mm -hmm. didn't take one with him. And he blurts out, "That's why your wife left you." You know what I mean? To try to diss me or disrespect me, and that happens. You tell a fan no, then it's like, "Oh, that's why you call a timeout or 81 or whatever." Like when you tell them no, then they want to diss you. And so we're winning. I play well. I'm now opening myself to come and celebrate with y'all. I could go celebrate in the locker room. I cannot go celebrate uh, at, at all. But I'm choosing that I'm going to go celebrate with the fans. I'm giving high fives. I'm showing love. And then somebody just going to punch me in the face? Wow. Sucker punched me in the face. That's what that's called. And so let me ask you this. No different from any interaction you see the public figure have with a fan. Now, what if Kyler Murray would have saw who did that and snatched him out of the stands and started giving him a one-two? A lawsuit, suspension, huge story. We talk about it for, you know, two weeks. And he doesn't play football for, like, three games. And like I told you, Pacers at Knicks. I'm leaving the game. I'm leaving the floor, walking through a tunnel. A fan literally throws a towel at me and hit me straight in the face. I jump up and I tried to snatch him down. And he lucky whatever shirt he had was a button up instead of a crew neck because I was gonna make sure he hit that flow real hard. And that probably would have become something like a 
like a, um, a Rudy T um, when he got punched by, uh, I don't remember his name off the top of my head, who punched Rudy T. But he got ostracized from the league based on something he did during the heat of battle. Mm -hmm. And so I'm glad Kyler Murray was able to restrain himself. Kermit Washington. Yeah, Kermit Rudy Washington. Kermit Washington was ostracized in a lot of ways because of the punch against Rudy T. So I hope this fan is not only disciplined, but banned from events at that venue. That fan should not be allowed, not only at that venue at for any event, but should be banned from all NFL stadiums in particular. Well, you found yourself at the NFL stadium this weekend and you sent the crew a video of you getting recognized by the Detroit Lions standing on the field. What did, how did that go? Take us behind the scenes. Well, the beautiful thing about this weekend, shout out to my youngest daughter, Gracie. Shout out to my oldest daughter, Mariah, who just got hired to do social media with the Atlanta Hawks. She actually started yesterday. She's been on this show. So now we got a Hawks insider that we need to be bringing on the show like we do in Benny the Butcher to give us the lowdown about what's happening behind the scene with the Hawks. So I'm happy for her. I'm proud of her. Friday at the volleyball game with Gracie and her mom. Appreciate them flying in to come represent in Ann Arbor. Saturday on the field at the big house. See Juwan, see his fam, see Howard Isley, see everybody that's a part of the Go Blue family. And then on Sunday, I pulled the trifecta. Go to the Lions game. All three of those teams won all weekend. And then I'm standing down on the field. They like, after the first time out, we want to recognize you. I'm like, dope. Glad I wore a dope outfit. You know what I'm saying? I didn't know initially that was gonna even happen. You know what I'm saying? I was like, that's love. And so I was trying to go IG live. My signal was messed up. As a matter of fact, I need a hot spot. I officially need a hot spot. We're trying to go without a hot spot. I need a hot spot. I just like, I like that they said that you were the co-host of Jalen and Jacoby. You know what I mean? Cause you're on a lot of shows. They could have said NBA countdown. You know what I mean? They could have said they could have said a lot of different different things about you, but they said co-host of Jalen and Jacoby. And let me tell you what's crazy about being introduced is they can't always acknowledge all of the different shows that I work on. So they can't say New York Post Renaissance Man, mm-hmm. Amazon Amp on Saturday, Jalen and Jacoby, NBA Countdown, contributing to Get Up and Sports Center. And NBA Today, they can't name all of those, right? And so it's always fascinating to me, to your point, what show the audience that I'm being introduced by gravitates to. Yep. So I felt the exact same way when I heard that. I appreciate the love. Grateful for the Lions, a team that you know I'm a diehard of. Got the Mm -hmm. helmet up over my shoulder every day. And it was a great honor to represent JRLA, represent the city. And of course, I had to do then what I do on the show every day. Boss up. Yeah. Had to boss up. Had to boss up. Shout to Blade Icewood. Rest in peace. Love Blade. What up, though? And uh, that's how we do it in the 313. 
How we do it here is we give the people what they want, and part of that is listening to the people. If you call 985-80-JALEN, you can leave us a voicemail Friday. We do all voicemail Fridays, so call 985-80-JALEN, leave us a voicemail. We'll put you on the show just like this. Hey, what's going on, y'all? Peace and love. Uh, I'm calling on behalf of a friend. Uh, speaking of friends, shout out the best friend anybody could have ever uh, read the ledge. And my question about my friend is he's moving in with his partner, with his girl. And I recommended that he and his girl get separate bedrooms. They might want to go get a two-bedroom apartment. So let me know what y'all think about moving in with your girlfriend or significant other and whether or not you should still uh, have separate bedrooms. I just think it's good to keep your uh, personal space. And I know my relationships would have benefited from that instead of rushing into living together. So let me know what y'all think. Peace and love. Uh, And as always, giving the people what they want interesting call mr rose very interesting counterintuitive i would assume i if 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 i'm living with a female that's my romantic partner i want to snuggle i want to be in the same bed it's a a non-consideration to have separate beds but the more i think about it maybe that could work for somebody thank you for the call appreciate the love Make sure you tell a friend to download our podcast. I run into so many people at all of these games that be yelling, give the people what they want. Make sure y'all call in the show and get on the show like this caller. <clears throat> I want to get I want to answer this question. I want to answer this question by acknowledging his question in which he actually gave the answer. Sometimes the answer is already in the question. In huh. this case, it and in this case it exists. You feel like your relationships would have benefited if y'all would have stayed together but had separate rooms. You also feel like that about your friend who you say if they're going to move in very early together one way to kind of ease into a long-term relationship would be to have separate rooms. Mm -hmm. Well, the answer actually ends when they already move in together. That's the answer. You cohabitat and you spoon in the same bed. You have to do that. If we separate rooms, there's a term for that. Roommates. Roommates. Exactly what I was thinking. Like, y'all are roommates. That, there, <laughs> there, there's a term for that. If you out of the friend zone and y'all dating and y'all already uh, 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 in a partnership in one level at one level or another, I believe part of nurturing that relationship is to be able to share space. Mm-hmm. See, so many times people talk about having their own space and we all need our own space. We all need our own autonomy. Of course, you don't want nobody opening your mail. Of course, she needs her space where she can go and, you know, breathe and decompress. You need your space where you can breathe and go and decompress. But the, the nurturing of the relationship actually happens in the spaces that you cohabitat. And usually that space is like the kitchen and the bedroom. Yes. And and I feel like me time is very important and having your own private space is very important and taking care of yourself and self-care is very important. 
But if you're in a romantic relationship and you guys are both paying rent to live under the same roof, you should be sleeping in the same bed. Because it, it, it's indicative of other other issues if you don't want to sleep in the same bed. I'm dying to snuggle with my wife every night. You know what I mean? Like that's that is when I'm happiest, is when I'm I'm just 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 snuggling up on my lady underneath. We got some new sheets, Jalen Rose. Oh <laughs> my wife got some new sheets. These sheets are like, oh my god. It is I I, I look forward to getting underneath these brand new sheets and snuggling on my wife. These are the best sheets I've ever had in my life. I don't care what they cost. They are worth it. Get yourself some new sheets. Snuggle with your significant others. We'll yes. be back tomorrow with another dope pod to step to. Why is that, Jamie? We're Jamie not done. Anthony Rose. We're not done. We are not done. Got to give the people.